Welcome to Whiskey and Wonder. Alrighty, alrighty. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Welcome back to episode 61 of Whiskey and Wonder. 61. That is amazing. Yes, it is. I still can't get over the fact that that number keeps getting bigger. It is every week. I know. And I looked earlier. uh, We're almost at 4,000 listens. Wow. So amazing. You know what happens at 5,000? I do. So yikes. Anyway, we are Whiskey and Wonder, where we drink whiskey and we teach things. Uh, teach each other things about stuff that we wonder about. Yeah. And I, let me tell you, it's my turn today, and I had no idea about this and wondered a lot okay. uh, the, today when I was researching. So Interesting. I'm into it. I'm, ti- I, I'm Tyler. I'm Megan, <laughs> and we're Whiskey and Wonder. Together we create a whole person. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, we try. I meant to say that's Tyler, and instead I started to say I'm, and my brain just went, keep going. Yeah, so, so. that's Tyler, and I'm Megan. <laughs> um, if you can't figure that out, that's flip that. Yeah, yep. Um, so I guess let's dive right on into the announcements here. Um, same old, same old that's been the last couple of weeks. Check out uh, whiskeyandwonder.com. Uh, we've got a store page if you want to get some uh, whiskey tumblers with our logo on it. We're looking to expand into some T-shirts and some other uh, merchandise here soon. Uh, just had a, lot, a couple of other pressing issues um, to figure out first. And those pressing issues are mainly the fact that starting with this episode. So for those that are already donating, I've, I've made it pretty clear with you guys um, that we are going to release episodes on Wednesdays. Uh, and anybody that wants to get the episode on Monday, the way that it, it always has come out on Monday, it, you can subscribe to our Patreon. Um, I think it's $5 a month mm-hmm. and that will get you early access. So you'll continue getting them on Mondays. Um, for those that are already subscribing, I've touched base. Like I said earlier, we figured out a way to get you guys. If you're subscribing through Patreon, you will get the audio and the video version early. If you're subscribing through PayPal, we can only get you the video version early. Yes. As of right now, yes. I'm always looking for new ways to get the audio out there to you. But as it stands right now, that is the only way that doesn't require me doing a billion jillion things on our end that I just flat out don't have time for <laughs> at the moment. So, um, yeah. So if you want your uh, if you want your podcasts on Monday morning, then head over to our Patreon and give us uh, give us a nice little support. We appreciate for sure everything that you guys do, uh, all the donations, yeah. all the support, all the patrons, because um, that helps us to buy whiskey it helps us to keep this going um mm-hmm. and you know just we appreciate y'all we do 100 so. percent. you you help more than you realize so thank and you everyone i am working on getting some new uh, it's another thing on my list getting new video pop-ups and shout outs and that sort of thing that you know we can we can have pop up on the video as we're Amazing. going through. So 
We'll see. And maybe that some of that stuff can be used for live streaming, some bonus content we're we're in the we have in the works right now. So um on that note, we're gonna go ahead and jump on into into everything today. The open segment. Well, how's your week been, Tyler? Um up and down, truthfully. It's okay. been work's been hectic. Um people quitting, people Ugh. being sick, not knowing if it's COVID or not, so they're out the entire week. Mm-hmm. The entire country is getting COVID tests at the moment, so naturally it's taking a billion years to get those COVID results back. Yep. So um, it's just been uh, a week at work, or it was a week at work. I hope this week is a lot better. A lot of shit kept breaking last week, and uh, it just was frustrating. Um, I'm very sorry about that. That's fine. It is what it is. Um, I've, huh, this has been the most frustrating friggin' thing, and I can't do this. I'm going to need my glasses later, but this is the most frustrating thing. I have a sty. Oh, in my I hate eye, that shit. And my eye is constantly watering. Oh, I'm sorry. And so I've been wearing my glasses for about the last four days. I think I've actually had two styes. I, honestly, I think I've rubbed it and made it occur into multiple styes. Mm. Um, but I want to not have my glasses on. If I look in the camera, you can see my my left eye, it might be right to you, it will be right to you, is really swollen and really bad. Oh, yeah, I can see it now that you're looking yeah. Yeah. directly so at me for a second there. It's, uh, yeah, not fun. It's been frustrating. It, Have you done any warm compresses at night? Yeah, I've done a couple warm compresses. Um, not at night necessarily, but a couple times, usually two or three times a day. But anyway, so yeah, I'm not, I, I'm just, Barely able to, well, I can see what's on the screen, but it's a little blurry. So I am going to have to put my glasses back on to read my notes today. Man. Well, um, I'm sorry. That sucks. Well, yeah, it is. It's, it could be a lot worse. Truth be told, um, it's just annoying. And yeah. other than that, Shelby and I went to a RV show yesterday, uh, which was fun as hell. See anything that... Oh, yeah. your fancy? Oh, yeah. We saw a couple. Uh, the, the RV show, actually, uh, we went up to Greensboro, which is about an hour and a half for anybody that's not in North Carolina. It's about an hour and a half away from us. Um, and we found <laughs> found out, like, I heard it on the radio because i a weirdo that listens to radio out of Greensboro. And anyway, um, turns out we get there and the schedule for the RV show. They're going to be in Charlotte at the end of the month. So <laughs> you got to go again. We might go back again. <laughs> Truth be told, just, just to see if the same RVs are there, if different ones are there. So, you know, but, um, yeah. So to make a long story short, uh, it has been a dream of mine to live in an RV and just travel around the country. I think I might've said that on here before. Um, and I just went to window shop just to, just to see, just to compare different styles of RV, RVs and learn a little bit and, you know, stuff like that. And lo and behold, Shelby went and 
she walked away more hooked than I was. Oh, wow. Yeah, she was borderline starting to plan things out. And I think we did not see that coming. Yeah, I think we both had to kind of take a moment and take a step back and take a step back and reel it in. (laughs) And look, we're not jumping into this tomorrow. This is something we're going to plan out. We're going to, you know, there's a whole lot of stuff that needs to be figured out. Mm-hmm. including whether or not Shelby and I can tolerate each other living oh. together. We've never lived together. And we've always had a, uh, you know, if we get tired of each other, all right, I'm going home, you know, kind of situation. So it's. I mean, you go to one end of the RV and she goes to the other end of the RV. Yeah, <laughs> that's not that much. <laughs> that is not that much. Uh, room away from each other. Um, but you know, it's something that, that, you know, we're looking at doing here in the future at some point. Um, I think it'd be really fun to, that is really cool. Travel around the country and just live in a different place every week or two. That is a really cool idea. I will say, um, one of our friends of the podcast, um, lived in an RV for their time in college. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they wanna want me to throw their name out there. Um, but Well, friend of the podcast who I apparently don't know. You don't, don't you don't know this friend personally. I don't know you personally, but if you want to shoot an anonymous email over with some uh you know, pros and cons and tips and stuff, I would definitely appreciate it. We don't have to read that on the uh podcast if you don't want us to, but I would appreciate that. Yes. Uh, so friend who is listening, I won't say your name just in case you don't want anyone to know. Um, definitely, uh, send Tyler an email at least so he can hear some of your, uh, stories. I won't share any of your personal information or anything, but I know that you have had experience living in an RV, um, which honestly is Brilliant. If anyone in here is like a high school kid going to college or a, a college kid looking for somewhere new to live, get an RV and like live in an RV while you're in college. That's freaking amazing. Way cheaper than an apartment. You don't need to have roommates. This is really it, cool. Uh, the, okay. more, the more I've looked into this, the more I don't know if I would say it's I've, cheaper than an apartment or house because... I have a feeling you're looking at some of the swanky RVs, though. No, I'm just saying, like, most campsites are, like, 25 to $40 a night. Oh. Yeah. Well, there's a campsite. Un- unless you go out west and camp on, like, Bureau of Land Management land, where you can stay for, like, $40 for two weeks. I feel like there's a campsite near, in Concord somewhere, that is where this friend lived. Yeah? And... Can't remember how much they said it was. I know the the speedway is a campsite. I can't remember how much it it the exact number they gave me at the mm, time was interesting. Much more affordable than campus living or uh apartment living. Interesting. I wonder how I'd be interested to know what kind of R V, what what class and what, what style and how that was handled, how the you know, the power and, and all that stuff was handled, but interesting. So maybe, maybe if you find a good enough deal on a campsite. So how was your week? Um, I spent a lot of the week at home because of, um, 
everyone is getting COVID and all of the COVID tests are, all the at-home ones have been like bought. Uh, and then to get an appointment to get one done is like several days out. Um, so I stayed home for a couple of days to make sure I was COVID free. I had a little bit of a sore throat, um, and experienced shortness of short shortness of breath for the first time, just existing, like not doing exercise or anything. I like was having a hard time, like catching my breath, which was weird and scary. So that Mm. freaked me out. Um, it must've just been like, a a bug or a cold that I had that just happened to have that symptom. Um, that that was one of the scariest things I've ever. You think it was maybe anxiety that you had COVID? It 100% could be. And Daenerys's appointment is coming up on Thursday. So that's been getting away at me too. So it very well could have been psychosomatic. Well, I hope, uh, hope everything goes well with your appointment and glad, uh, you pulled through. Yep. No COVID here. I am negative. So, you know, just keep on keeping on. Um, my work a lot like your work has 50 bajillion people out because of testing and everything. So I think that's an issue just kind of around the U.S. of A. Yeah. Omicron per CI8 is getting us. There's a part of me that's going to sound terrible and tell everybody out there, you know, I, I don't mean this personally necessary, but. I kind of hope we all get it in a way that way. Like everybody's got that. Like Omicron's a supposedly less powerful variant. It's, Mm. it's easier to get over. So maybe that would get everybody or most people the antibody, uh, because obviously you can still get it with the vaccine. So, you know, maybe that would help people not catch it and help us get over this thing faster. You know, I'm sure there are going to be some people that take offense to that, but, you know, oh, well. It's your opinion, so. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Anything else fun or exciting or sad or crazy or anything happened this week? Um, No, just uh, everyone uh, send all the good vibes, prayers, juju, whatever, uh, my way on Thursday when we bring the cat in to the oncologist and see if uh, what exactly is going on, if they can give us a different diagnosis than what she got from her regular vet. So we're going to find out and I will update you guys next episode on what's going on. Uh, Well, as I said earlier, I hope everything goes well with that. And I'm sure all our listeners do as well. Thank you. Um, I'll speak for you guys on that one. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Since you can't hear any of y'all except me, unless you email us. You could email Email us. us. That'd be nice. Calling y'all out. Anyway. We're going to go ahead and move right along. Opening the bottle. I'm going to be forward again. I Uh, have already broken into this bottle. Tyler's drank a lot of this bottle. I have not. Thank you very much. Oh, really? Who's drank all that? I took it to some friends on Thursday and shared it with them. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I will be forthright saying that. Oh, sorry, Nay. Nay just almost knocked the bottle out of my hand with that the cap off. That would have been bad. Yeah. Um, so I have acquired, uh, thank you, Mama Leona, 
I have acquired a taste for Wild Turkey 101. All right. Because I bought it wanting to try it again, along with Makers 46. And I have acquired a taste for Wild Turkey 101. Well, Mama. The good news in that is that I'll stop drinking the stuff that's... I have something to drink now, even though I want to try all the new ones. You have something to... I have something I can can force myself that's... (laughs) <laughs> Rel- not force myself, but I can say, hey, drink this. It's just as good, and it's fairly cheap. So Interesting. I'm wondering, I- uh, well, I mean, I was going to say, what would you re-rate it? But I would probably re-rate it like a solid, let us let me check what did I rate it the first time. Um, sorry to extend this a little bit, but Wild Turkey 101, I rated it a three and a half. I'd bump that up to a solid six, six and a half. Wow. All right. Yeah. I'm going to have to retry it now, apparently. Uh, You're not going to like it. It's going to be too much for you. Oh, okay. You didn't like the one last week. I didn't, didn't, but I'm going to have to. Spicier. I'm just going to have to get through it. Yeah. Handle the higher uh, proofs. I took pity on Megan and picked a lower proof today. Thank you. I appreciate it. I saw that when I looked it up. I was like, oh, it's only 93. You know what the uh, spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear one of the whiskeys coming up, Tune out for the next 20 seconds. They make a, another year version of this, the 1920. Yeah. I have it too. What's it's it? 119 proof. Woo! Special meat to bowl. Yeah. I haven't busted that one open yet. Woo! Okay. Anyway. Well, today we are drinking Old Forester 1910 Old Fine Whiskey. This is from the Old Forester website. They say... On October 22, 1910, a fire on the bottling line halted production of Old Forester. Mature whiskey ready to be bottled instead was stored in a secondary barrel. What emerged was a delightful whiskey, remarkable enough to become an entirely new expression. Old fine whiskey. Today, Mimicking this historic bottling, this unique expression of Old Forester has undergone a second barreling, granting it exceptional character, a smooth and sweet flavor, and a clean, crisp finish. Entering the second barrel at a low 100 proof allows more of the sweet wood sugars to dissolve into the whiskey. 1910 Old Fine Whiskey is the fourth and final expression of the Whiskey Row series. Presented at 93 proof. So what a lot of people can take away from that is similar to the Woodford Reserve that just won our whiskey of the year for 2021. This is also a doubled oaked whiskey. All righty. That's exciting. I saw you. You've been smelling it. I'm making. Okay. There we go. I have. Um, one thing I, I want to note is one particular reason I went after this whiskey <clears throat> is because reading online, some folks compared it to Woodford Reserve Double Oak. Okay, look how so it's dark, dark it is. Like, this is like... But so is the Woodford Reserve. Yeah, it is. Or the Double Oak, I should say. Woodford, yeah. Regular Wood, Woodford Reserve's not. That's very, very dark. This is like almost like Coca-Cola dark. Yes, and so one thing I notice is I get a lot of uh, spice and burn your nose hairs immediately. I do not. I'm not going to say a ton of it. I just definitely, it burns my nose. 
So, so <laughs> but I get an apple flavor, kind of. You're going to think I'm out of my mind. No, because I've had this before. I smell birthday cake. Okay. <laughs> I think you're out of your mind. I definitely get sweet. Um, almost like a, a, not a molasses. I get like a vanilla sugary. Yeah. Cake. Um, I get, I get sugary. I maybe with a hint of apple. I am just kind of flabbergasted that I'm smelling birthday cake. Like I'm, <laughs> Megan is, Megan me. is smelling her hands and I'm making sure it's the whiskey, but it is, it is 100% the whiskey that is giving me this birthday yeah, cake it's, smell. It's a very sweet, um, sweet whiskey. And I will, I will be the first one to tell you, um, when I do drink things at my house, usually alone or, uh, truth be told, I, I take it Thursdays to my trivia group that I go with and we sneak a little taste. Um, and that is usually the only time I drink throughout. Well, lately I've been drinking a lot more of the wild turkey. But, um, yeah, usually that's the time when I break one of these open. And I don't really smell it yeah, then because sense. usually we're smoking cigars on Thursdays. So. Um, I'm going to have to talk to you off air. If I, I thought I knew where you were going to whiskey night, but I don't think you can smoke cigars there. So, or not whiskey night, trivia night. Um, so I'm going to have to talk to you off air. But yes, um, the birthday cake like blew my mind so much. It's taken me a second to like get some fruit. I do not think it's apple. No? Um, no. What do you think it is then? Um, it's more of like a... Kumquat? I don't even know what a kumquat smells like. It's more of like a peach. It's more peachy or... Um, no, I don't like peaches at all. I would pick that out. Okay. If you say so. I'm. It's not apple. No, it might not be apple, but it's something that's very crisp. It's... What are the other orange things? They're not peaches. Don't say oranges, Tyler. <laughs> They're not peaches. I was gonna say grapefruits. No. Um, they're like you don't they, you don't peel them. You can just like argh, bite into it. Um, and they have a pit like a peach. I I have no idea. Oh my god! I know that there's people like yelling at their radio right now. Like it's blah, blah, blah. um, it's smaller than a peach. It has a pit like a peach. I'm pretty sure it's in like the peach. Oh, it's family. it's big in Puerto Rico. Um, help me out here. I know what you're talking about. Uh, if I can find it, apricot. Yeah, there you go. No, that's not no. what I was thinking. No, apricot's what you're thinking of. That's not what I was thinking of. I oh. was thinking of um, uh, I don't remember that fruit in Puerto Rico. I honestly don't know. I think it was apricot that I'm thinking of. It's like small. It's about this big, and it's orange and it has a pit um and you can just bite it you don't have to peel it i think it's an apricot um i might be wrong but that's this is what i was thinking of i can't i don't you can't pronounce canapas canapas that's what it's called oh i was thinking of canapas but um yeah no it's not that those are green they're orange on the inside 
they got a big ass pit in the middle. Oh, well, I cannot say I've ever had a canicus. Oh, they're I don't like fruit and they're really good. Oh, they're very okay. tart. Okay. Well, peach, apricot, something in that family is the fruit I'm getting, but over okay. overpoweringly this is sweet. Birthday cake. <laughs> I can't I okay. What are we supposed to be smelling here? Um Interlaced layers. Ooh, interlaced. What a fancy way to say. Um, Woven. <laughs> interlaced layers of buttercream, sticky toffee, cedar, and apricot. Wow. Look at that. Look at you. You know your fruits. Apparently, I couldn't think of the name of it, but. Yeah, I don't. Uh... I'm definitely bad at the fruits, but that's probably because I don't like most fruits in real life, so I don't have much experience with them. Maybe the buttercream is why I'm thinking birthday cake, but I'm telling you, this smells like birthday cake. Like, I can't explain it any other way. Like, it it smells like birthday cake. Like, yeah? Yeah, that's just, that's what I'm going with. I just, I just get sweet. Um, I've tasted. Um, the first thing I notice is a slight... Uh, um, I would say it's a peppery burn at first. Very, very kind of slight. Then I focus in on some uh, wood, oaky flavor that transitions to sweet. And then about the time it transitions to the sweet, it gets very minty. And as it goes down, it the minty flavor hangs around. It Yes, uh, it's definitely a ride. It's very multidimensional. Mm-hmm. Um. And you said ride, ride. Not a ride. No, ride, R-I-D-E. <laughs> it is like a it, roller coaster yeah, ride. It, it took me a minute. I was like, did she say ride? <laughs> I need to enunciate ride. more. No, no, um, no. That's, I can't hear. Um. Wow, this tastes really good. Um. I'm getting, a, there's a creamy type of flavor to it. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. There's a creaminess, but I don't, I don't know how to, maybe a vanilla cream. So, the way I get very initial as it hits your tongue before the pepper happens, it's a cream. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then it transitions into like a black pepper. Um, from there, it morphs sweet into like a some sort of candy. Um, I don't know if it's a vanilla or a toffee, but definitely some sort of sugary sweetness. Um then it does get like winter fresh minty, I would probably say, like not a peppermint. It's more of a like a winter green. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like winter green, yeah. Yeah. Um and uh the finish is very smooth. The mint hangs around. So I just took um, a drink of water and um what I notice is I have a sweet flavor in my mouth. After it's hanging around. So uh, there is also that. Mm. Nummy, nummy. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. Now just wait till I break out the night. Oh, wait, spoiler. Spoiler alert. Close your ears if you muted earlier. <laughs> wait till I break out the 1920. And actually, interestingly enough, uh, if you just came back, spoiler alert again, go another 20 seconds. <laughs> Um, actually, I've read online that combining the two and making a 1915 
is really nice as well. Interesting. We will have to do that as well. Absolutely. Man, I wish I wasn't driving because this is something I'm probably going to want to dip into again. Um, I poured myself a rather large finger. (laughs) I this is one I'm going to have to find. Um, Just to let everybody know, um, before well, uh, do you want to? Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and do the what we're supposed to taste, and I'll tell you the pricing and whatnot. We are supposed to be tasting smooth, well-rounded mingling of sweet oatmeal raisin cookie. I hate oatmeal raisins. Uh, <laughs> Who puts fruit in a goddamn cookie? Oatmeal raisin cookies are delicious. Shut your mouth. Uh, sweet, well, well-rounded mingling of sweet oatmeal raisin cookie and milk chocolate leading into caramel corn and evolving spice. I mean, caramel corn is basically just pure sugar, so. Um, yeah. Uh, the finish is charred oak with a clean peripheral spice. What? Wait, caramel corn? Is that the candy corn? Is that's, that what that's what I've called? always heard it yeah. called. Like yeah. the, the little candy pop, corn. The popcorn. The popcorn with like the syrup shit on oh, it. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I was thinking the orange and white and yellow candy oh, corn. Oh, gross. No. Oh, no. Never mind. I was caramel thinking corn is that the... was what you meant. Yes. Okay. I thought you oh. were talking about popcorn. No, that's... no, 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 no. Okay. Well, that's why it tastes like sugar still. Yes, it's still okay. sugary, but it's not a candy corn. So, was that everything you're supposed to taste? Yep. Okay. Um. So I paid uh, for this bottle, which is a fifth. Um. I don't remember because I bought the two together, and one was sixty, and one was fifty-five. Um, now with that being said, what's the MSRP or exactly I've, I might've mentioned it last week, but I have been on a dive down the whiskey rabbit hole and I've had to stop because I have to save for a trip to Hawaii. Um, (laughs) but anyway, um, I am very, I, I will not pay more than $10 over MSRP for whiskey. Um, which happened to be what that was basically. They were both about they were both ten dollars above MSRP. So one should be retailing for fifty, one should be retailing for six uh fifty five. I would assume the higher proof is more expensive. I don't remember right? off the top of my head. Um what I do know is that this place that I bought them had uh some certain whiskeys, like they had a they had a thing of Blanton's um, and whatnot there. They were charging like $240 for uh, like $60 whiskey. Is um, this in down south? This Yes, this was Okay, this south is not coast. the yes. ABC store? No. Um, I know even the ABC store marks it up because I saw the uh, 20. Mm-hmm. And I saw it for $5 less than I paid. And I've seen Buffalo Trace. I just found Buffalo Trace, which is about a twenty to twenty-five dollar whiskey. Um, I found it at the ABC store for thirty-two. Oh, that's so, not bad. No, they mark things up. There's gonna be the ABC store's got to make a profit. Well, yeah. But you know, paying what are you doing? I'm spinning it really fast. Sorry. I, I see that. I was enjoying myself. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the ABC store has to make a profit. But, you know, I feel like if you can get it reasonably for $10 more than MSRP, you're doing all right. Don't pay 
$120 because this is hard to find in your area. Like, I'm not going to buy Blanton's for more than $70. No. I'm not going to buy Buffalo. But they had Buffalo Trace at that place for $65. Wolf. I was like, I'm not. Uh, they had uh, Eagle Rare for 70 And Eagle Rare is like a $30, maybe $40 whiskey. There's so much better stuff for that price. So There really is. But anyway. Man. Mm. Driving. Don't let me dip in again because I'm going to want to. Um, yeah, you take that bottle away. You see this? Put it over I'm there. I'm putting it over here. Oh, Megan man. Megan can't get it. So That is nummy nummy. <laughs> okay. All right. Just to, uh, Just to let you know, I have not seen this one in North Carolina. If you stumble upon it in your okay. wild whiskey man, uh, grab a bottle for me. I'll pay for it. Aye, aye, Captain. Um, all right. So we're through all that. We're going to just dive right in. Let me get my schedule back. All right. We're going to jump right on to this week's topic. It's time for the wonder segment. All right. So <clears throat> I look over, I look over right after I say so. And all I see is Megan like have the, I don't know if she had the just taking a sip or if just, she was just holding it up to her nose, but she just had her eyes closed. and was just like, <laughs> oh. that's what it looked like was happening. That's what was happening. Um, well, so. all right. Deep-ish. So, I mentioned earlier that I um, wondered a lot about this episode today um, and learned about something new, essentially. And I want to give a a, a, a brief explanation. Um, oh, man. my I forgot to turn the sound off on my phone, and I just updated it, unfortunately, to Android 12 last night. And it is terrible and god-awful, and apparently I can't put my phone in vibrate in the easy way that I used to be able to. Like just pushing the button, right? I can. It's just a new interface for no fucking reason. <laughs> Got to keep you on your toes. I hate it. Anyway, why fix something that ain't broken? Anyway, um, I'm going to preface this by saying this topic was... This particular topic wasn't suggested, but a similar topic was that kind of got me sidetracked down this down this uh, rabbit hole. So okay. <clears throat> today we're gonna learn. We're gonna learn a good thing. What are we learning about? Well, you'll find out. So most Americans are well aware that the US is made up of fifty states. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, plus um our territories. Okay. Agreed. What they may not know are about the 12 states that almost were. Today, we're going to dive a little bit into a few of these 12 states, and we're going to look at why they, they were started or attempted to be started and why they never actually made it to statehood. Oh. We're only going to cover three today, and this will start our second ever series. Ooh, nice. So, before we get too far along, I want to shout out to John and Brandy. Uh, 
for suggesting that I look into a specific topic. Friend John and friend Brandy. Friend John and friend Brandy. Yes, thank you. Um, They suggested I look into a specific topic. I'm not going to say what it was because I'm not covering that topic today. It will be in the series, but it it is not here today. Um, Once I dove into the research, I discovered that there were several of these states, and I didn't know about any of them. I didn't know about any of them either, so I'm... I dove in headfirst, and here we are. So uh, it seems like a lot of them... A lot of these failed states kind of fell in three main time periods, I guess. Um, the first time period was during the original formation of the states during the revolutionary times. The second was during the Civil War. And uh, the third seemed to be the Great Depression or later. Uh, Hi. Today, we're getting in the way back machine, taking it back to the days of the American Revolution. Mm. And we're going to start with the state of Franklin. 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 Okay. <clears throat> I live in Franklin, United States. That sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Uh, Go on. Also known as Frankland or the <laughs> Free Republic of Franklin. It was originally an unrecognized proposed proposed state that was located in the northeast portion of Tennessee. Originally created in 1784, this area was part of the North Carolina colony when North Carolina offered it as a concession to the newly formed U.S. Congress in order to help pay off the debts from the Revolutionary War. The area was just to the west of the Appalachian Mountains and was founded with the intent of becoming the 14th U.S. state. So essentially, North Carolina had this extra territory. The U.S. government was in debt from the war, and they said, we'll give you this land, and you can use it. You can sell it or do whatever you want with it. Just make money off of it somehow. Just basically don't sell it to foreigners. (laughs) (laughs) Don't sell it to, like, Spain or somebody. Um, So the idea of Franklin was spearheaded by veterans Arthur Campbell and John Sevier. Uh, But the two couldn't agree on the details of the new state. Campbell wanted the state to include what would become southwestern Virginia, eastern Tennessee, and small parts of what would become Kentucky, Alabama, and Georgia. Uh, I think Georgia might have already existed at that point. Uh, Sevier favored a smaller state, which was made up of just the northeastern portion of Tennessee. Because Campbell's idea took portions of his own state and territory. Uh, the, I wrote that terribly. Because Campbell's idea took portions of his own state and territory, the governor of Virginia and Kentucky land speculator Patrick Henry blocked Campbell's idea. There we go. Henry passed the law, making it illegal for anyone to attempt to create a new state out of any Virginia land or territory through, through succession, which effectively stopped Campbell's idea and forced him into supporting Sevier's plan. When North Carolina ceded uh, the land to the U.S. government in April of 1784, it granted rights to land, quote, 
between the Allegheny Mountains and the Mississippi River, end quote. Anybody that has any U.S. geography knows that the Allegheny Mountains are in Pennsylvania. So what the fuck? I'm very confused. During this time period, the entire Appalachian Mountains were referred to as the Allegheny Mountains. So only later did they change the name. Okay. Uh, I was very confused. Yes. Uh, A stipulation was included that forced the U.S. to accept responsibility for the area within two years, but the U.S. was hesitant on this condition for various reasons and didn't accept right away. The frontiersmen who were living in the area and had created a small foothold against the Cherokee Nation were against the proposal as it would essentially leave them with no support from either the North Carolina militia or the U.S. government's army. These frontiersmen had pushed as far west as Fort Nashboro, which you probably know as Nashville. Many people living in the affected area also feared that the U.S. would sell the land to a foreign power in order to help pay off its debts. Or we could give it back to the natives. Come on. It's 17-something. They're not thinking that way. They They ain't even hit Manifest Destiny yet. Within a few months of proposal, a newly elected North Carolina legislature decided to rescind the offer after they realized that the land could not be used as intended by Congress and that North Carolina would be losing a potentially large real estate opportunity. JK. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah, right. We can sell that land, too. Give me it back. Yeah, we're you're not getting it. So It's like trading a Pokemon card to one of your friends in like fifth grade and finding out like it's a rare card and you're like, hey, I just, I kid, I want him back. No, no one, just me? Okay. No, I'm debating on making a Indian giver joke. Noise. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, is that wrong? Yes. <laughs> I don't want to be right then. Uh, By August of 1874, after rapid deterioration of the relationship between the frontiersmen and this new North Carolina legislature, the residents west of the Appalachians began calling for the establishment of a new state. So basically, these new people got elected to the government, and the frontiersmen didn't agree with them, didn't like them, so they said, fuck you, we want to leave. So, As is the logical thing to do. Well... I guess in America back then it was. So on August 23rd, delegates from each of the four counties, what would later become nine counties, met and declared the lands to be independent from North Carolina. Leaders were elected, and John Sevier was reluctantly made governor. He did not want to be? (laughs) No. He was forced into the position, essentially. (laughs) Jonesboro was made the capital, and a constitution was drafted in December, but it was not passed when voted on by the constituents, resulting in the area continuing to be a part of North Carolina. One potential reason that it did not pass is that the constitution prohibited doctors, lawyers, or preachers from participating in the legislature of Franklin. So basically, the smart people... 
And the religious people. And the religious people couldn't be in government, which... What does that leave? The town moron? I don't know. <laughs> the farmers in the town moron? Um, the dream didn't die, however, and on May 16th, 1785, a delegation submitted a petition for statehood to the U.S. Congress, and seven states would actually vote to allow the creation of Frankland as a 14th state, but a two-thirds majority was required for the vote to pass, and seven out of 13 is not two-thirds, unfortunately. That is a lot, though. That is a lot. They almost got there. If, if my math is right, they were only one or two votes off. Let's do that math real quick. Oh, no. I do not. I know good at math. You do. Eight. Essentially, they needed nine votes. Like eight point something? 8.58. So they needed nine votes. They had seven. Dang. And they had seven. So Dang, that is very close to Frankland. Yep. We almost had Frankland, a little town or a little state. I'm, I'm trying to picture like this area in my head on the map. Um, and I'm going to embarrass myself. Would this be like where the Blue Ridge Parkway is or no? This is like the most northeastern portion of Tennessee. Um it's like the west side of the Appalachian Mountains. Okay. I'll pull up a map to show you, and ideally you could uh, you can put this on Instagram. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the ones in red there. Okay. Those were the. So it would be the, about this. It would be like Delaware's friend, because like yeah. size wise. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Or. Uh, yeah, Delaware, Rhode Island. Yeah. Those are all itty bitty. Yeah, it might be a little bit bigger than Delaware, Rhode Island, but it'd be. It was about eight, eight, nine. I think it was nine modern counties in northeastern Tennessee that border uh, North Carolina and Virginia. Hmm. Okay. In the Johnson City area, down to halfway down the border of North Carolina. My friend lives there. You've got a friend in Johnson City. Yeah. Oh, nice. Hi, Elliot. Oh, Elliot, you live there. Yeah. Be on the lookout for a hobo named Shoestring that lives in Johnson City. <laughs> I watch him on YouTube. He's awesome. Everybody go support Shoestring. A hobo he, named Shoestring. Yeah, his channel name on YouTube is uh, Hobo Shoestring. If you're a train geek like me or just want to learn some cool shit and, you know, learn about a hobo and hobo watch, life, it's watch cool man as shit. be a hobo. Yeah. Jumping trains. He's, uh, he's actually having some health issues. But anyway, Aww. I digress. Um... Uh, there I am. No, you're fine. Uh, the organizers licked their wounds and regrouped and began thinking of new ways that they could gain favor to their cause. And they opted to change the name from Frank Land to Franklin after one Benjamin Franklin. Sevier even went so far as to write Benjamin Franklin, asking him to support their cause. But Franklin declined, stating that he was currently in Europe at the time, and was not familiar with the circumstances and therefore could not support them. He did, however, vow to inform himself once he returned to the U.S. and would forward, and that he would forward any helpful information for the cause to Sevier. So he kind of did a very responsible thing that most people don't fucking do anymore and said, I'm ignorant of the situation. Let, let me, me learn about let me it. Learn, let me stay out of it until I can learn about it. Wow. Yeah. Can so. you imagine... 
if people nowadays did that. Yeah. I mean, let, 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 hold on for one second. Let's just think about this. This man did not have a computer in his fucking pocket at all times. <laughs> now, with that being said, though, there's a billion more um, sources of wrong information as well. Yes. So that you got to cipher through the bullshit. Check your sources. Actually dive into whose website you're reading. Make sure that it is a actual legitimate source. Absolutely. Since they were still at odds with North Carolina over protection, taxation, and several other issues, Franklin actually became a de facto independent republic. This basically means that they existed, but weren't legally accepted. So all the locals said, yeah, I'm going to ride down to Franklin today and get me, trade me some furs and some pelts for some corn. You know, it was, everybody knew it was there, but North Carolina and like, oh, yeah, legally it didn't exist. Yeah. In 1785, the capital was moved to what would become Greenville, Tennessee, where the legislature met and drafted a permanent constitution called the Holston Constitution. Ironically, this was based heavily on the North Carolina Constitution. <laughs> Part of this constitution uh, incorporated and annexed five additional counties. And barter became the primary economic system. And both federal and foreign money was accepted. So, seriously, you would go down to Franklin and trade some furs for some corn. Uh, yeah, that is the point of Franklin. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Over the next several years, Franklin suffered many setbacks. First, several prominent supporters began withdrawing support, becoming interested in North Carolina again uh, when they offered to waive all back taxes if Franklin would reunite. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so you, give me, you know, you scratch my back, I'll uh, fuck these guys. <laughs> um <laughs> The majority of Franklinites rejected this, however. North Carolina moved in with troops under Colonel John Tipton. They stopped fucking around. Yeah, reestablishing. <laughs> well, interestingly, they reestablished their own courts and government alongside Franklin's. So now you've got two governments in the area. And this is mine. No, this is mine. Well, and, mine. and that po- posed the question when I was... because. Like I said, it has it had its own courts and everything. So if you committed a crime, which court tried you or did both? If you stole horses, which court tried you? And what if you were guilty in Franklin and got the death penalty, but you were, you know, found innocent? Oh, excuse me. I hope that wasn't in the microphone. Um, found innocent in the North Carolina court or, you know, found like you... You pay a fine. Yeah, you pay a fine. The penalties are, I don't know. That huh. That's interesting. That uh, is, I'd want to know that. Yeah, if I was better, I would have looked it up. But, you know, I had two other ones to get through. So Fair. Um, I can't believe and, there's more than one. Like, Well, and I, I, I will be the first one to tell you on some of these. Like, as I, as I started doing this today, I was like, holy shit, I'm going to get through one of these 12. I thought this was going to. There was so much information on Franklin, and then I went to the second one and was like, and when oh. it finally did end, I was like, okay, I can do a second one if they're both this long, and there was not nearly as much information, and the third one even was less information. I was like, okay, so 
this is going to be a kind of, it just depends on that specific situation and how much was recorded. Good, a series. So, yeah. So, um, North Carolina ordered the seizure of Sevier's property in order to settle tax debts since Sevier had stopped paying North Carolina taxes. Several slaves were brought from Sevier's property to Tipton's and Sevier didn't take kindly to this. So he got uh, himself and 100 men and they attempted to raid Tipton's home on February 27th, 1787. Tipton and his men were able to hold them off for about two days until reinforcements arrived and Sevier and his forces were forced to retreat to Jonesboro. In addition to dealing with North Carolina moving back, uh, in addition to moving, uh, in addition to dealing with North Carolina moving back in and the skirmishes that followed, the residents of Franklin had to deal with constant attacks from native tribes, the Cherokee, Chickam- Chickamauga, Chickasaw, and other tribes all began attacking frontier settlements in Franklin. And since they weren't affiliated with North Carolina and weren't legally a state, they received no support from the U.S. Army or the North Carolina militia. So they were out there on their own in Indian land. I can say that because there's a place in near here called Indian land. Um, and I keep seeing you doing that over there. Like <laughs> they're not going to, it's, Fuck you're you. not going to go back in time and change it. Like it, <laughs> it, it sucks. It, what happened? They got raped in that deal. That sucks. But you know, we can't change it. All we can do is just try to move forward and educate people Be on how better. they got yeah. screwed. So Be better. Uh, anyway, Sevier became desperate. And he began seeking a loan from the Spanish government, even going so far as to attempt to place Franklin under Spanish rule. <laughs> North Carolina didn't take kindly to this, as they were opposed to any foreign power gaining a foothold in their territory. And they arrested John Sevier in August of 1788. So they say arrested. Arrested. Like, okay. What do you think I said? Rested. Rested. Oh yeah. no, they arrested him. Um, but he was quickly freed by supporters. And they retreated to Sevier County, which was also known as Lesser Franklin. Um, By this point, most of Franklin had, I don't want to use the term fallen, but of the nine counties, pretty much it was only Sevier County left still fighting the good fight. And that's why it was called Lesser Franklin. In February of 1789, Sevier and the last holdouts of Franklin turned themselves in and officially swore oaths to North Carolina, resulting in North Carolina sending in its militia to drive out the natives. Shortly afterward, North Carolina ceded the area to the federal government again, in order this time in order to form the Southwest Territory, which was the precursor to the state of Tennessee. Interestingly, Sevier was elected to the U.S. Congress in 1790 to represent the new territory, and in 1796, he became Tennessee's first governor. So that is the story of Franklin, the state of Franklin. Wow. I had no idea this was a thing. Like, I'm very interested in how many more 
I mean, I know you only have two more out of 12 or whatever, but I'm just, I'm very into this. Yeah. I, I told you, I went to dive into, uh, something else. One, no, it was, it was essentially they recommended one of these oh, lost these. states. And I was like, Oh, there's, thir- there's a uh, lot of others. <laughs> well, hell, I'll just do little snippets. And then I got into it. And like I said, I was like, holy shit, this is a lot of information on this. I can do these, you know, individually or as a group or, you know, so. Awesome. Um, I'm into it. So we're going to jump now. We're going to talk about the Transylvania colony and not the European country and the scary. And this is long before that was ever made scary. The Transylvania colony was founded in 1775 by a North Carolina judge and land speculator, Richard Henderson, who created and controlled the Transylvania company. Yes, Megan. <laughs> Are these all North Carolina? Like, uh, like based no, or no? no? Just the first two. That is, okay. that is, <laughs> I didn't know uh, if this was like a North Carolina problem. Okay. No, uh, it, like I said, we're back in revolutionary times. So there's there not was many only a states. Few of us. Yeah, yeah, there's not. There was only thirteen of us to, you know, fight fight amongst each other. So okay, <laughs> so, um, uh, so like I said, it was founded in 1775 by a judge and land speculator Richard Henderson, who created and controlled the Transylvania Company. At the end of the French and Indian War in 1763, the lands of uh, west of the Appalachians were declared quote Indian territory. End quote. A later treaty in 1768 gave the land south of the Ohio River to Great Britain uh, from the Iroquois. However, this land was not used by the Iroquois, but instead by the Shawnee and the Cherokee, neither of which were included in the treaty. <laughs> so basically they said, oh, you want to buy that land? Yeah, we'll sell you that land. No, we don't use that land. Don't don't tell him. Don't tell him. It's fine. They don't need to know. Don't tell them either. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. 16,000 horses. Got it. Sold. Yours. Goodbye. Um, quick, quick, quick. Yeah, go, 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 go. Right. Right like the wind. <laughs> I, that's how I imagine that went down in my head. Oh, man. That's... Yeah, so... To be a fly on the wall. Yeah, it's a, and oh. you, I'm just saying... It ain't just the white man that's crooked. It's humanity. Yep. (laughs) Uh, So, multiple treaties would follow, and eventually they were able to work out a border with the Cherokee. In 1775, Henderson and Daniel Boone met with more than 1,200 Cherokee at Sycamore Shoals, what's now known as Elizabethton, Tennessee. And during this meeting, Henderson was able to purchase all the land between the Cumberland Mountains, the Cumberland River, and the Kentucky River. Now, the Kentucky River flows into the Ohio River, and he was able to buy the land south of the Ohio River after the two conjoined as well. This was an area of around 20 million acres, or about half the size of modern-day Kentucky. Despite the purchase and subsequent treaty, some minor Cherokee chiefs, specifically Dragging Canoe, chose not to sign, acknowledge, or obey the treaty, 
and moved his tribes, moved their tribes to the southeastern ten- to southeastern Tennessee near Chattanooga. They would go on to become the chief protagonists in the Cherokee American Wars and would be called the and would change uh, and would go on to be called the Chickamauga. Henderson believed that a recent recent British legal opinion had made this purchase legal. However, it was against both North Carolina and Virginia laws, as well as it violated a royal proclamation, which made the purchase of the American. Uh, it violated. I'm sorry. It violated a royal proclamation as well, which made the purchase of American Indian lands illegal. What year is this? This was 1775. Okay, so we were not... We were not independent yet. We are still colonies. We are still British Tea Party. Yay. I think that was in 75, maybe 76. I don't know. Um... Uh, the Royal Proclamation also uh, made it illegal to establish non-crown sanctioned colonies. So, Uh-oh. as I mentioned, Henderson had hired Daniel Boone to help with the natives uh, to help communicate and whatnot um, and negotiate the land. And Daniel Boone, he hired him a second time after the negotiations to travel Oh, I'm sorry. I jumped ahead of myself. He hired Daniel Boone to travel to native towns and to inform them that he would like a negotiation for some land. Uh, After the uh, negotiation, Daniel Boone was then hired to take a party of around 30 men and blaze what would become known as the Wilderness Road. The Wilderness Road ran from southwest Virginia through the Cumberland Gap into central Kentucky where here Boone established Boonesboro near what is now Lexington, Kentucky. However, unbeknownst to Boone, Henderson and his own party followed behind, widening the trail so that any following settlers could get wagons down the trail. Basically, they came through and made a narrow trail, and then Henderson said, Nah, we're going to widen this. Let these people flow. Bring them into my area. And um, around this time, because of this trail, a few other small British settlements began popping up in central Kentucky. These young settlements often had less than 100 people each and were not prepared to face hostile natives, uh, properly farm, or build shelters. Nevertheless, Henderson attempted to organize these sparse settlements into Transylvania. He intended for each settlement to send a representative to Boonesboro for a, con- for a continental convention. And in May of 1775, they all, I love this detail. They met under a large elm tree in Boonesboro for three days. <laughs> it must've been some good weather. <laughs> um, at the end of the three days, the Transylvania compact was created which formed judicial, legislative, and executive branches of government and passed nine bills that addressed immediate needs of the settlements. Shortly after the creation of the Transylvania Compact, Henderson returned to North Carolina where he petitioned the Continental Congress to reorgan, uh, to recognize... I'm sorry, I thought you were 
pouring into the bottle over there. And I was like, I thought I took that thing away from you. Um, <laughs> uh, he returned to North Carolina where he petitioned the Continental Congress to recognize Transylvania as a legal colony. Uh, the Congress refused without the approval of both Virginia and North Carolina, since both states were claiming to own the land that Henderson had actually, I want to make it known, actually purchased from the natives, albeit the wrong natives. He, he still bought it. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. (laughs) uh, Well, unlike the states just showed up and said it's ours. He bought it. I mean, he did, but does anyone want to buy a Dodge Durango? No. You have? Nobody wants to buy that car. Okay. I couldn't sell that car if I wanted to, probably. Okay. Either way, that's like me selling your Durango. I'd be like, all right, it's going to be over in this garage. Yeah, but times were wild back then. Anyway, in December of 1778, Virginia's assembly declared the Transylvania claim void and granted the company 200,000 acres along the Ohio River near what became the town of Henderson, Kentucky. So, Henderson started talking a lot about his claims in North, what would be Tennessee, what was part of the North Carolina Territory. And later in... 1783, North Carolina avoided Anderson's claims in what would eventually become Tennessee and thus putting an end to the failed colony of Transylvania. So that one really never got started, unlike um, Franklin. Franklin and West Sylvania is next. West Sylvania. West Sylvania. Okay. So Transylvania failed. Let's try West Sylvania. Yes. Okay. Prior to the American Revolution, the area west of the actual Allegheny Mountains near Pittsburgh and the area along the Ohio River River were both River. River, River were both claimed by Virginia and Pennsylvania. I found this fact interesting as well. Uh, the Mason-Dixon line which established the border between Pennsylvania and Maryland would actually have prevented this entire dispute. However, the surveying of the final miles was abandoned in 1767 and it wasn't completed until almost 20 years later in 1784. The final miles, mind you. Further complicating the situation, um, two companies, the Ohio Company of Virginia and the Indiana Land Company, both claimed land rights to the area along the Ohio River. Many settlers of the disputed area believed that Virginia and Pennsylvania were both too far away to be concerned with the uh, going-ons, the day-to-day life of those living in the West, quote-unquote West. Because of this, during the summer of 1776, inspired by our nation, The settlers declared themselves independent of both Pennsylvania and Virginia. And they positioned, petitioned the Second Continental Congress to recognize West Sylvania as the 14th state. The settlers went so far as to tell the Congress that they believed the dispute would end in civil war if they didn't recognize them as the 14th state. The Congress chose to ignore the request, and ultimately Pennsylvania and Virginia were able to settle the dispute in 1780. The movement actually gained some traction again in 1780 amongst some local Virginia residents 
who, after the agreement between the two states, were frustrated to discover they were now Pennsylvania residents. They were not happy about that. So they started doing it again. Um, Another contributing party to the resurgence of the idea were uh, frontiersmen who believed that the national national government wasn't doing enough to help with attacks from Native Americans. Hugh Henry Brackenridge, who was a Pittsburgh lawyer and a strong supporter of the national government, was able to persuade the Pennsylvania Assembly to make any attempts or claims for a separate state an act of treason that was punishable by death. And so this ultimately caused the idea to be left for the history books. And Westylvania was not really spoken of anymore. Because, you know, you get killed for it. So, that's the story of three of the 12 states that could have been. I am fascinated. Um, That was so cool and so interesting. I'm I'm glad it's going to be a series because I definitely want to learn more. So, uh, wow. Yes, thank you again to John and Brandy for suggesting... Yeah, good job, failed, friend John. And a topic Randy. that turned into a uh, series. Thank you, guys. Um. Wow, very cool. Good job. All right. Well, let's jump right on out of this and right on into. Trivia with Tyler. All right, so uh, a little behind the scenes here. Megan had something she had to run and do right before this and told me to have everything ready to go when she got here. And because of that, I forgot to have my trivia with Tyler pulled up, so I'm stalling. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, I just want to make sure I get the proper one. All right, here we go. In 1980, the BBC uh, pulled the ultimate April Fool's Day prank. They reported that Big Ben was going to change to a digital clock. Some people were so shocked by the announcement that they actually phoned in to complain (laughs) about Big Ben being changed to a digital clock. So That's... Amazing. That's a hilarious little April Fool's joke. Nobody got hurt. No one got hurt. It's hysterical. It's quote unquote believable. Uh, That's that's how you do April Fool's. Yep. Amazing. Wow. All right. Sorry. I'll talk about that in a second. Um. At this point, we're gonna go ahead. Let me find my schedule here. We don't have any mailbag this week, so. We'll move right on to our final thoughts. Final thoughts. So I know that wow was towards your just drinking something now, but I will say like the last half of you talking, I've been staring long, 
longingly at that bottle. Because <laughs> I know for a fact you're not going to let me take it home. Nope. Um, can we like pour some in my water bottle? Nope. <laughs> I just take a little bit off. Nope. <laughs> oh. You can come back and drink it, though. Oh, man. Don't tell me that. <laughs> you are welcome. Uh, welcome you work to tomorrow, it. so I'll just be here. With you. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I have a code to get in. It's all right. I'll you hang do. out with Bo. And... Yeah, well, you know. Uh, hey, man. I know what to do next time Next time I need you to watch Bo. Hey, Megan, yeah. there's yeah. a bottle of 1910 sitting on the counter for you. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, I'm there. You need me to watch him uh, now? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, not yet. Um, although I did see uh, round trip flights to Japan were on sale for less than $600 earlier Oh, today. don't tell me that. I want to oh, go to they Japan. Went, they, they went so fast. It's on my list. Um, if I hadn't had the trip to Hawaii planned, I probably would have bought those tickets. I, oh my God, that would have been. They were like 560 bucks round trip. Oh man. Anyway. I want to go to Japan. So Shelby, that would have been something I would have like. Died for. Yeah. I would be on my knees, like begging Shelby with everything I am to like, please let me buy her ticket and. (laughs) <laughs> why with... just buy your own <laughs> like you, you can tag along well um, if they were gone like instantly oh well, two I'll, I'll when they it, were gone i'll put it this way they were they were 560 dollars and i within three minutes of me looking like i had just put in information just to kind of see what else there was and this is for like september october of this year uh it those were gone and it was up to the the only thing left were like five hundred ninety seven dollars, which is still not bad. Still but. not bad, but man, round trip yeah. to Japan, God. Um, so oh. <clears throat> you you guys heard me say a, a a very intense wow at the end of trivia with Tyler, and that was because I put some water droplets, two to be precise, in my bit of whiskey, uh, which is about that much. If you're on YouTube, it's uh, I don't know, I. Say a quarter of a finger, maybe maybe closer to half. Um, and in that two drops, it made it very, very chocolatey. So get off my finger. <laughs> oh man, that was an annoying noise to do right into the microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> but Megan's over there trying so hard. I'm so excited. So uh, I guess this is, uh, <clears throat> like I said, I've dove into this. <coughs> I just went up my nose. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm. <gasps> well, that about summarizes that. Um, I got so excited. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I don't think, I don't I'm think so she's sorry. all right. I got so excited. I nailed it. Did you taste it? Uh-huh. Do you need to taste some more? Or are you good? There's water. Okay. Um, so, like I mentioned earlier, I have dove into this bottle, um, and I have gone back to this bottle, and I thought it was good enough that I shared it with some friends. Uh, so, I think you guys have a good idea which way I lean with this bottle. I think you won't you probably, let me take it home. So I think you probably have a good idea which way Megan leans with this bottle too, even though she's like currently dying from it. Um, 
Oh, you know what would be a good palate resetter? That candle. I just thought of that. Thought about you smelling it earlier and going, ugh. Oh, gross. Oh, it is. It definitely made me feel better. Man. I might have talked about this before, but. Oh, it's the grossest candle. It's the best candle in the world. No, it's It's so gross. It's called tailgating. It's by Yankee Candle, and it smells. Like mesquite. It smells like a. It smells so good. No, it smells like barbecuing ribs. It's I know it's great. Nasty. I I like the smell of cooking meats, but not in a candle. What else would you want in a candle? It's nice smells. That's like, a lovely smell. No, it's not. That's one of my favorites. I love the smell of cooking meats. In all fairness, I found a candle. It's online only, and I ordered it. Oh, God, it's not Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle, is it? What the fuck? No. Yeah, she sells a candle that smells like her vagina. Oh, my God. You didn't know that? No. Oh. No. Um, And it's like $75. What in the actual fuck? Um, No, this is a real candle, like a real, like a yummy candle. Um, I am disturbed. This is at Bath and Body Works. Um, it's online only, and it is French baguette. And it smells like a fresh baked loaf of bread. If you've ever, like... Yeah? Oh, my God. That is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in Yeah, my life. just pulled up the... He, showed, he pulled up the candle to show me that it's real. Yeah, and it's, it's 100% real. I can't. Gwyneth Paltrow, my God, you need to take yep. a step back and be a human for a minute. Um. Anyway. So this fresh baked candle, it, baguette candle? Fresh baguette smells like baking bread, and it is phenomenal. I need it. So I, I want to pair it with my meat candle. <laughs> I will keep that in mind <laughs> Um, for your birthday, which is coming up real soon here. Oh yeah. Real soon. You're gonna you're younger than I am yeah. by like a year or just months. Are you ninety two or ninety three? Ninety three. Okay. You're younger than me by a year. A year? Yeah, I'm oh. ninety two. Yeah, you're a couple months. Yeah, but you're gonna be twenty nine. Yeah. I'm turning thirty. Yeah, I'll be turning thirty three months after you. I don't care, it's a different year. <laughs> it's three months. I forgot to mention earlier. And I just want to uh, give a shout out. You reminded me um, on Friday night uh, in our, this should go back into the uh, open segment on Friday night. Shelby took me to see Ron White on his retirement tour. I can't believe you didn't talk about that in the open segment. I forgot all about it. Uh, it was, it was so much fun. I honestly, it was, I had so much fun this weekend, just the RV thing and the at Ron White and just, it, it was a shit week at work, but it was a fun weekend. I knew it was going to be, so it made work even worse. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's just one of those things, you know, you're looking forward to something. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, just, just get hurry me. up. Oh, go, go. But yeah. anyway, yeah, so I thanks, Shelby, for that was my birthday present from her, and I appreciate Aww. it. So, Happy but, early birthday. Yes, it is. It is Ron White's uh, last tour. So if you get the chance to go see him, if you're a fan... It's definitely worth it. His act is funny as he he is hitting on all cylinders, even though the pandemic is 
slowed all comedy down. Assuming that the world doesn't shut down again, I will be seeing Dan Cummins, hopefully, soon. Dan the man. Can Dummins. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so let's talk about this whiskey now. Okay, sorry. Mini we open segment there. Um, adding water definitely made it chocolatey, mm-hmm. which is... Only increasing it in your book. I mean, it's so good. Um, I know I give them out like candy. They're they're just everywhere all throughout. He would go on our whiskey page. Tyler's already writing down. He knows what it is. Um, Tyler's never given a nine, and I give tens out like they're free. And this is the first ten of twenty twenty two. Oh my goodness, Old Forester nineteen ten deserves a ten. If I was, if I made you rank out of a twenty scale, what would this get? Oh shit! I don't know. Oh god, that the, makes it I so need, much harder. Um, I I need you to not rank it. <laughs> not everything in max. Yeah, yeah. Eighteen. <laughs> okay. So it's a nine point something. Nine point seven. All right. Well, I. I am torn. Uh, I, I I really like this. You wait, you wait, hold on. You said a 9.7. You yeah. want me to put a 10 or a 9.5? I want a 10. Okay. But uh, I was like thinking I, on a... I wrote down a 10, so I'll, get, I'll put it down a 10. I'm um, going to one day go through and re-rate all my yeah. Um. So I am torn on this. I really like it a lot. Uh, I do like it with a couple drops of water in it. Um, honestly, this would... Yes? Megan just had a moment of eureka over there. When I remake, re-rate my 10s, I'm going to do them on a scale from 10 to 20. So I like it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need you to do it on a scale of 1 to 10 because I'm going to go in and replace all your Oh, you're going to replace them? Yes. Oh, I thought you would just like put uh-uh. parentheses next to it. No, 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 no. I would um, totally replace it. I'm going to, yeah, like I'm going to go back and re-rate my. Uh, turkey? Yeah, turkey. Oh, what did I just say? Turkey? I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to re-rate my 101. I'll, and maybe I'll just put like a, this has been re-rated asterisk. Or something. Yeah. Okay, that's um, fair. Anyway, uh, what I I really like this. Um, I knew I really liked this prior to this. Um, with that being said, though, I still prefer the Woodford Reserved, um, which I just checked and I rated that an eight and a half. And looking through some of the other numbers, I gave uh, Buffalo Trace an eight. And I would, you know, I gave the Glenlivet an eight. Never a nine. Rabbit Hole an eight. Never a nine. Mm-hmm. But I think this is better than those. So I'm going with another eight and a half. Okay. And I may have to bump the uh, Woodford Reserve up to a nine. To a nine, <gasps> perhaps. Oh because it, this feels like it falls between that. Woodford Reserve and all the eights I've listed. <gasps> so I'm going to give this an eight and a half and we'll see. Uh, one day we'll have to compare this side by side to Woodford Reserve. Oh, uh, yum. Oh, I got to say, 
it, it seems like we taste more mid to lower stuff typically, or we don't agree and one person rates it high and the other person rates it usually me mid pack. Um, but there have been a couple that uh, we've both, it, it's just been good and we've both rated it high. Like I'm just looking, I see a couple here, here and there that, you know, stick out where we both been eight or higher. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, swish, <laughs> because I think this one will make a reappearance at the end of the year. We're going to have to have some like, Stiff seriously, competition. Seriously good to stuff. Not to be into yeah. the year. Like Yeah. So oh. Um yes. I wonder if I can find this online to order somewhere. Cause like mm, Well, mm-mm. that's actually what just popped into my mind. We're just doing oh. shit all out of order today. Yeah, we are. Uh, we have another announcement <laughs> yes, we at have. the end of the <laughs> Yes. If you're still with us, we appreciate it. If not, we're sorry. Sorry. Um you'll just find out next week. We had been looking into getting our next Flaviar shipment, um, and we realized it had been quite a long time since uh, we had gotten any kind of information about Flaviar, and so I started going back through emails, and apparently, at some point, we got an email saying our Flaviar membership had been canceled, which it was scheduled to come out, you know, every uh, three months. I believe. Every quarter. Every yeah. quarter, yeah. Um, and so it turns out Flaviar can't ship to North Carolina anymore. I'm about to go carrying so, in this bitch. Yeah, that's a bummer. We uh we were that's why we never got uh, a Any third more Flavia- one. I'm last so year. fucking upset. Yeah. Like I am frustrated and annoyed and yeah. freaking uh, pissed. Megan said she was about to go Karen, but I already went very mildly Karen. I, I try my very hardest not to be a Karen, but what is it? Chad, I think, is the male Karen. Maybe it's Brad. No, it's uh, Chad. No, well, it's Chad, but I always thought Chad was just like an alpha personality dude. Like, oh yeah. yeah. No. Anyway, I don't know. You anyway, went I Karen. went a little bit Karen, and I emailed them um, their support and was like, uh, "Well, we really like your service." Uh, you know, we see it was canceled. Why and what's going on? And basically their new laws came along and they can't ship to North Carolina. And it's not Flaviar's fault. Uh, we really like their product, but uh, we're we're frustrated with our state. And I want to move to a state that I can go buy liquor at a CVS on Sunday. Um. Or actually, even better, a Walmart on Sunday. Yes, I'm a Walmart person. Um, <laughs> um that was just fight me. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yes, that was something we wanted to put into the announcements as well. So, yeah, so we won't be getting a Flaviar, no more sample trials anytime soon. So now we have to make that ninety dollars stretch out for four weeks of. Uh, four weeks of um, whiskey. That's Sorry, Megan's, Megan's over there doing my favorite His gesture. Little, yeah. My throwing dice. Yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> as uh, somebody's dad, I don't remember if it was Papa Manning or Papa Cross. Or, 
don't which, know which Papa it was, but somebody thought I was throwing dice with that motion. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's what it is. It was probably my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, but it was funny when it, when that happened. Oh, man. I So, yeah, uh, if you're still sticking around, uh, thank you for listening to us all out of order this week. Um, if if you have the ability, go pick up some old Forester nineteen ten, yes. uh, and send me a bottle, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we this is really good. Um, Amen. Part of part of why I picked it for today, I knew you would mm. enjoy it after last week, but it was next week we're gonna have, next week I got another one that's gonna make me go. <laughs> next week we got we got something that's gonna put some hair on your chest. So <laughs> I don't want hair on my <laughs> chest though. I got plenty, huh. but I'm always willing to put some more on there. Um, Harry men. Anyway, on that note, guys. All right. Thank you so much. I uh, hope you enjoyed our newest series. Uh, thank you for sticking around, sending good thoughts, donating, subscribing, rating, liking, reviewing, doing all the amazing, wonderful things that you do. We look forward to seeing you next week. Um, please shoot us an email at contact at whiskeyandwonder.com. Let me know about that RV stuff. Yes. I want to know. Please. All right. Uh, thank you guys so much. Have a good night. And one last thing before Megan signs us off. If you want to get the episodes on Mondays, as per usual, Patreon.com Patreon. Patreon. slash Whiskey and Wonder. Whiskey you can and find Wonder. it in the show notes. Um, yeah. So the $5 tier will get you access on Mondays. As well as any bonus content we come out with. Just kidding. I don't know if I put that on that tier yet. So you did. I thought we only had two tiers, one dollar and five. Maybe. I don't know. If not, we'll figure that out. It's a work in progress. Hey. Anyway. All right. That being said, uh, love you guys. Have a good week, and we will see you next time. Don't drink and drive. Cheers. So you, give me, you know, you scratch my back, I'll uh, fuck these guys.